0: this is Emlyn from Emlyn in the mix thanks for listening to my podcast be sure to subscribe to my youtube channel Emlyn in the mix today for more audio mixing unboxings reveals awesome equipment audio technology what more could you want Emlyn in the mix on youtube subscribe today Hey, and welcome back to Emlyn in the Mix, Season 2, Episode 43. Wow, I cannot believe we've done 43 episodes this year, but we are getting to the end of the year, so it kind of makes sense. Got an awesome episode in store for you guys today. Lots of cool products to talk about, surprisingly, because in the last week, it seems to have gone a little bit radio silence in terms of new releases and that sort of thing, but I'm still managing to find lots of cool hardware and software music technology to talk to you about talk to you guys about today if this is your first time to the podcast yes it's a podcast but yes we're also on youtube as well welcome what is it about music technology music software music gear studio recording all of that sort of stuff if you're into that or you want to learn more about that then you've come to the right place my name is Emlyn, and that's why it's called Emlyn in the mix and thanks to all of my regular listeners uh, i know you enjoy this podcast you keep coming back for more if you want to support the podcast there's a link in the description below. Shout me a coffee. I would really appreciate it. One, two, three, four, five thousand coffees, whatever you want to do. I'm gonna love it. I know. Anyway, let's get stuck into the podcast. So the first thing here is coming to us from Roland. Yes. We're jumping out of the gate with the big names here. Roland has released a digital version of the JD800 software synthesizer. So it's now a vintage digital icon. Let's have a quick look at what we get with this software here from Roland. So in 1991, Roland released the JD800, a forward-thinking digital synthesizer sporting a huge range of hands-on controls, and a gleaming complex sound the instrument would soon find its way onto classic albums and numerous film and television scores and it remains highly sought after to this day so thanks to our advanced modeling engineer engine that incorporates the original waveform data you can now have this unique sound and experience of this vintage digital icon in a modern software instrument so if you love that sound if you've always wanted one of these synthesizers and perhaps couldn't afford it especially of late these sort of older synthesizers especially from the 70s and 80s well they're antiques now really and they're just going up and up in value if you're holding on to something like this it's just an appreciating asset at this point honestly you have done yourself a an investment more or less but also it's a musical investment too and if you're using it then well done but now you don't have to worry about that if you're living in this age that we live in in 2021 and beyond it's all digital from this point emulation is the you know this is where we're at at this point so we're gonna have a listen to it in a moment uh the return of the hands-on synth so by the early 90s preset driven digital synths With limited hands on control, dominated the landscape, and the JD800 changed all of that in 1991, bringing the synthesizer world back to its roots with a massive control laden panel and an unapologetic electronic sound palette. With its player focused workflow, evocative sounds, and powerful effects, the JD800 was a favorite for top electronic music producers throughout the 90s and beyond. So, if we have a look here, if you're looking on the YouTubes now, if you're listening to the podcast, of course, you can always head over to the youtube channel emlyn in the mix and check out his videos later if you want to know exactly what i was talking about but yeah we can see the jd800 there totally parameter laden synth <laughs> synthesizer i don't know what i was going to say there but you can see there's a ton of parameters that are controllable not much menu diving there, which looks great. And you got a little digital LCD screen, which is amazing. I guess it was the late 80s, early 90s, uh, well, early 90s. And it's good to see that they were bringing back the control functionality here. It is an odd-looking synth, I do have to say. Some of the sort of design skew is kind of unusual but, you know, it is beautiful and it is of its era. A different kind of synthesizer using D50 style waveforms with multi-mode resonant filter, the JD800 took a different approach to other synthesizers of the day and offered a glimpse at the exciting future of hybrid synthesis. And each of its four layers is like a complete synthesizer in its own right with flexible modulating, modulation routing and time variant amp and filter envelopes this unique architecture complex tonality and immediate hands-on experience has endeared the jd800 to many hardcore synth fans over the years all right let's have a quick listen to some of the audio demos here you're gonna love it this is gonna sound this is gonna sound 80s even though it's 90s it's gonna sound 80s here we go our first demo Oh yeah. Wow, very nice indeed. Let's have a listen to another demo here. Love this whole as a whole song. So we're probably going to play the whole thing. Nice sounding drums. That pad swirling in the background. That's really nice. Oh yeah, Tom's baby. That's nice. That sort of vocal sounding synth over the top, that's cool. Alright, I think you get the idea, if you like making synthwave, hell, this synthesizer may fit the bill for you, that's got some really nice sounds, a bunch of demos on the website there if you want to check it out, roland.com of course. If you're just looking here on the video really quickly, I just wanted to show you, I saw this here, you've got the software version and the original hardware synthesizer and they've got a comparison here which you can sort of scroll this bar across so we can look at the original hardware synthesizer, you can see the sort of plastic moulding and then we go to Software form and you can see this, they've made a larger screen because you had quite a small LCD screen screen goes larger obviously to make it easier to see on the computer screen and it looks like they've yeah, they have actually clarified some of those parameters so much easier to look at you can see the amp envelope uh, graphic up the top there really easily filter envelope so forth and they look to have changed there seems to be a missing this sort of left functionality Looks to have gone in the software version. Not quite sure what that is, but probably just for more efficiency in the software version but anyway there you go modulation wheels also gone actually if we have a look there on the left modulation all right i don't know i could do this all day it's not helping my podcast listeners all right let's move along to the next piece of news here and this is a really exciting piece of news but especially because this is such a popular hardware synthesizer this is of course the micro freak from aturia And they've just had a firmware update 4.0 and it's actually quite exciting. It includes a bunch of new presets. Anyway, I'm gonna play the video back. There's no dialogue, but I'm just gonna speak over it and tell you exactly what's in this update. And if you're watching on the tubes, you'll see. So let's have a quick look here. So what's new in this firmware update? So you get Wave user engine. So, upload your own wavetables and you can use them in your MicroFreak. And tweak wavetable position and bit depth controls. Load and manage wavetables in the MIDI control center. I've never seen that before. Sequencer user and chord voices. And now you can use unison and chord modes with the sequencer as well. So, simply activate the sequencer and unison and chord to on and fast encoders with 64 new presets, 64 that's heaps, totally free. And now oscillator encoders can scroll much faster. That's a nice improvement. Plus you get 64 inspiring wavetable presets to enjoy for free. Just a nice, really nice little update there from Maturia, and I definitely thought it was worth mention- mentioning and talking about. If you have one of those MicroFreaks, if we have a look here in my background, I have no idea why I'm doing this, but if you're watching on the YouTube, see, I've got the white edition, and I will be updating this noise? baby today. Oh, no, Nico is getting on our podcast here. All right, let's, let's get out of there, and let's move on to our next piece of news, but before we do, actually, just quickly, because if you're watching on there, you can see I've got the white edition MicroFreak. Uh, with the digital oscillators. And yes, I'll be updating this baby and I'm looking forward to that indeed. All right, so our next piece of news comes to us from Newmark and this one goes out to our DJs and it is, of course, the Mixstream Pro. This is a brand new piece of DJ hardware in the DJ world if DJing doesn't interest you you can skip along to the next piece of news there's lots to go through today there's lots of exciting stuff so if you're enjoying it so far just stay with me because this is freaking wow if you're if you've you know like myself if you've been in the DJ circuit this is an exciting piece of hardware because this essentially makes things a lot easier and it's all in one that's what I love about this and this is, seems to be the trend for DJ hardware in this day and age as we move forward is it's all going to be in-house inside the hardware the software the computer the engine whatever you want to call it is all inside and that's what this MixStream pro is and might I just say I really because I'm a tractor user by native instruments please native instruments if you ever are listening to this which i doubt you are but w- it would be so cool if you did track the hardware with the software integrated inside of it that would just be unbelievable nonetheless i'm sure this Newmark and also the denim prime which is very similar to this a lot more expensive though use utilize their own computer and software engines and they they must be doing a good job because these things are selling quite well anyway what is the MixStream pro So, Mixtream Pro allows DJs and music lovers to connect with their music like never before with its built-in Wi-Fi. Can you believe it's got built-in (laughs) Wi-Fi? What is going on? So, you can just go to someone's house, connect to their... Hey, what's your Wi-Fi password, Dave? Oh, I've got to get in there. All right, great. Let's play some Spotify off my DJ hardware. Onboard high-quality speakers. And that's the other thing that blew my mind. This has got speakers on board, which I... That didn't make sense at first. I was like, why would you want speakers on this hardware? They're pointing at the DJ. But I'm guessing this is for when you're practicing at home. Or I wonder if they can be used as like foldback speakers. You know, when you're playing at a very loud venue, I doubt they're loud enough for that. But I think, I think the idea behind these speakers is more for practicing at home. That would make more sense. Anyway, no laptop required. So playing songs from your existing library is also a breeze thanks to USB and SD card inputs. And when you're ready to take your party, take your party live stream or mix session to the next level, the onboard engine lighting controls wireless connects to your smart home lighting for an automatic high energy light show. I love that. This is so such an interesting feature they've included in there. Plus, since the Mixstream Pro is powered by Engine DJ, its ever-expanding set of Pro DJ features grows with your DJ career, giving you all of the performance essentials you need to rock any party or gig. It's never been easier and more fun to connect stream and play i mean gosh if you are a dj in 2021 you are spoiled honestly i'm and i'm looking from the perspective of started my djing back in no joke 2000 which is 21 years ago and the difference in this technology i've got to witness over the last 21 years is so fascinating to me because i Literally, when I started, yeah, there was probably some early Dinosaur CDJ stage, maybe. I don't actually remember. There might have been CDJs. There might have been some early, maybe Pioneer CDJs in 2000. I could be completely wrong, but I didn't have CDJs. I started, actually, I started on the city walkman <laughs> that's that's where i started i had a city walkman and somehow i think i had some mixer so i had two city walkmans and a mixer but then i upgraded to turntables cuz turntables in the early 90s were really massive turntables were it in a bit and and djing with vinyl and it was kind of it was expensive, but it was kind of affordable. You could kind of do a DJ set and you could buy like three or four new vinyls to add to your collection. Anyway, and then we went to CDJs, then we went to laptops. Now we're going just to hardware, and this is really cool to see. And I, I feel like the New Mark Mixstream Pro fits the bill perfectly. And it's not too expensive. This is the other cool thing. So you got built-in Wi-Fi. For streaming music, built in speaker monitors, play with your music like never before, touch screen, seven inch touch screen there, and you got wireless smart lighting control. Now, I don't know who's going to use that. Maybe some people will connect, stream, and play. It's all there. If you're, again, if you're just starting out or you're a seasoned professional like myself, then this thing appeals because it's all in one. Imagine just rocking up with that piece of hardware, maybe a USB stick or a hard drive, and you're away. Obviously, you need to do speakers and stuff. If it's a venue, they would already provide that. But this looks really cool. I'm not familiar with the Engine DJ software, but I am going to have to check this Mixstream Stream Pro out because it really ticks all the boxes as a DJ myself. And, you know, just being able to rock up the parties and play music. This is one to check out on your radar. To my DJ friends, I hope you enjoyed this little bit here. Let's move along to the next piece. Move on to the next piece. I don't know why I'm doing that. All right, so... This is a new expansion from Native Instruments, Burnt Hues, deep fried, deep fried hip hop. It's the freewheeling sample heavy style of underground hip hop fusing funk, jazz, soul, and more. Dig through keys, guitar, synths, and bass chopped from original tracks and process using classic gear. 50 machine kits. Whoa, that's heaps. 59 battery kits, 408 one shots. That's pretty good. That's a hefty amount of one shots. and you get 466 loops and much more. Let's have a listen. Let's have a listen to the demo here because I need to shut up and drink some coffee. Don't forget support the channel. Buy me a coffee. Let's have a listen. Oh yeah, it sounds good. Nice. I'll move along to our next demo here. Nice. Alright, I think we get the idea, so vinyl stack and loose bumping tracks, Burnt Hughes delivers the sample heavy aesthetic that has defined the prolific cult sound of West Coast crate digging hip hop from the early noughties, 2000s until today, dig through crisp cuts of strings, horns, electric keys. Live bass and guitar licks. I love live bass sounds, including chops from original cuts. Keep things loose with organic percussion or blend harder-hitting kits with old-school synths for a fusion-fueled collage of funk, soul, and pop-flavored sampled and processed through original analog gear. That's Burnt Hughes' expansion, Native Instruments. Boom. Now, I told you we we're going to have some Black November deals, didn't I? What happened to when is Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Did we? I'm no, it's coming, it's coming. Of course, it's coming, guys. I wouldn't do that to you, I wouldn't do that to you. So, I had to shout out to my friends at SoftTube, love SoftTube, love what they do. They have supported the channel in the past, and of late, they've turned their back on Emily. No, I'm just kidding, they haven't turned their back on me. SoftTube, big shout outs, big love. They have a November sale on the Weiss collection. Now, if you've ever had your eyes set on Weiss, if you don't know what Weiss is, they're an amazing, amazing set of... Uh, actually they were a digital hardware originally i believe 90s don't quote me on any of this because probably completely wrong anyway they've been digitized in or emulated into digital form by SoftTube and they've done an immaculate job there we especially the waste limiter that got incredible incredible rave reviews on its sound and transparency and you can really i've got the waste limiter actually you can really push it's the most nicest honestly most nicest sounding limiter i've ever heard it's got so much transparency and can really make your track really loud whilst keeping all of the dynamics almost i I don't know how they did it but it sounds amazing and i'm sure that is the gift of what the hardware had it was an m you know the hardware was able to really push the limits and there's a bunch of they have a a eq1 which is part of that waste collection and a DS-1, MK1, that sort of thing. But check it out. Wii's collection is on sale at the moment. Now, it might sound expensive, but uh, again, if you've been looking at... The whole collection is only $585, which is actually impressive because... Only because that was a thousand dollars but if that's a little bit too expensive for you right now then the individual plugins are on sale as well anyway head over to Softtube just want to give a shout out no kickback to me whatsoever but definitely worth a mention because softtube makes some of the best they're up there I in my opinion this is my opinion totally all of this is my opinion of course on Mml mix but universal audio and Softube would be up in sort of similar tier, Universal Audio being making some of the best sounding plugins on the planet and still to this day, in my opinion. All right, let's move along. And what do you know? <laughs> Who's coming back here? IK Multimedia, of course. twenty first anniversary group by Loophole. Can you believe there's a loophole on this? Actually, it's a grace period. So they've extended it. Yes, they're going to keep extending it probably. I don't know. But this could be it now. I've been mentioning this group by for at least two months. Check it out. There's a grace period up to seven days at the moment. And they're very pleased to announce this, of course. But why not celebrate with IK Multimedia? They're a fantastic company. They've been around for 25 years, just as long as Native Instruments, whose birthday we talked about and celebrated last on last week's podcast check it out. The group buy is still there. You can buy one product and you're going to get 25 for free. It is honestly a no-brainer. If you've been eyeing off IK and multimedia software, this is the one to check out. All right. Now, this is the one we wanted to talk about last week, but we had some problems with the computer. I didn't get to talk about it. And this is the cryptic plugin that Slate Digital were sprucing up for at least a couple of weeks or two weeks beforehand. And what is it? It's Murder Melodies, part of the Slate Digital All Access Pass. You know what? I'm just gonna stop talking. Let's m- let Murder Beats do some talking now, so I can drink my coffee. All
1: right, Murder Beats. When you blend all the effects with Murder Melodies. It's kind of like cracking the chico. Like that's how you can really get creative with what you're trying to do. Murder on the beat, so it's not nice. I wanted to make something that was super easy to use and it just had everything in it to completely change a melody. After you use the plugin and you mix your beat, it's like night and day, like it's complete difference. I feel like the presets are amazing. You could just do like one or two clicks and you can find like the most amazing way to warp a melody. There's just endless inspiration in the plugin. Once you guys get it, I want you guys to tag me on Instagram, Twitter, Xbox, whatever Murder you can Beats. Tag me on. Show me what you're making with it. I would love to see everything. What's up, everybody? It's Murder Beats here. Go get my plug-in in the Slate Digital All Access Pass.
0: Get Mur- Now, if you don't know who Murder Beats is, essentially, he's the producer for some of the biggest rap artists on the planet, Travis Scott, Drake, just to name a couple there, but... He's teamed up with Slate Digital to make this plugin, hopefully that sort of gave you an idea of what the plugin essentially is. I think we've got another video here, we might just play this back, it shows him actually just using the Murder Beats plugin, up,
1: here we go, let's have a quick look at this. Pretty much use it on anything but i would like to use it for like a melody or something
0: so let me just like so i got a melody here That's bypassed. All right, there we go, back on. Yeah. So you kind of get the idea of what this plugin is actually doing. It has a bunch of sort of already preset effects on like macro controls, it's got like freeze. Actually, if we go down, it's basically eight plugins and one here. If we have a look, uh, the heart of the murder melodies is in its eight effects knobs covering modulation, reverb, sync delays, reverses, and more. And each knob interacts with the rest, leading into some truly mind-bending sonic landscapes. Now, Slate Digital says this is not just for hip-hop producers or hip-hop artists, you can actually use this on any style of music. EDM, for example, you could use that freeze reverb if you don't have that already and some reverse delays for your build-ups and that sort of thing. You've also got Pro Presets by Murder, being that he is probably one of of the most sought-after producers on the planet right now, believe it or not. Uh, You've got a Shift Pitch Shifter, Look, it's all there. If you're interested in that, if you're already part of the all-access pass, of course, you get it as a free upgrade. But what an interesting plugin! I know Slate were really hyping it, but it actually does look very good. So definitely worth checking out Murder Melodies from Slate Digital. Now, this next piece of news, wow. This comes to us from musictech.com. And I just thought these next few pieces of news actually come from Music Tech, and the last one that we're going to look at is a very interesting one indeed, but this one here is the Rhodes MKA has now uh, been dropped, or the price has at least been revealed for pre-orders which are going to go in effect for quarter one 2022. And the long-awaited launch of the Rhodes Music Group MK keyboard has finally arrived, offering newsletter subscribers VIP access to the brand's website. And subscribers can now customize—oh, they can do it now—and pre-order their new lavish MK8. But keep in mind, this is only an instrument for serious Rhodes fans. So only 500 units of this extravagant keyboard will be available in the next year. And the brand says that true perfection takes time. Therefore, the first shipment of preamp-only MK mk models will take place in Q1 2022, like I said, and the mk with optional effects will ship in Q2 2022. The brand reassures that we will keep in the loop of every stage throughout your piano's assembly. So you can do certain customizations and that sort of thing, and they'll be able to keep you in the loop. Now, of course, the real the real kicker on this is of course the price because look, it is after all, it is a Rhodes. And check out some of these prices. It is in UK pounds. I'll try and translate it to USD for you. But the Rhodes Success Sub, the 2007 MK7 keyboard keyboard starts. This is a this is an old keyboard now. Starts at an eye watering price of £6,795. Now USD I don't have a converter here, but that is probably upwards of nine thousand to ten thousand dollars. Now, this is before you've applied any op- optional customization, such as a four hundred pound smoke transparent hood, eight hundred or seven hundred US dollars. The walnut shell, the stand, and the seven hundred fifty effect section. That'll be nine thousand one hundred fifteen pounds plus VAT, total of ten thousand nine hundred thirty eight. VAT being the tax in the United Kingdom. And check out this picture here of the juiced MK8. Look at that! That's a fully customized fitted one. So you can add effect sections. I just thought this was interesting. This is more for my wealthier listeners, if I if they even exist. They may exist. You may have a few millionaires listening to this podcast. I mean, why not? why not i cover the full spectrum from free software up to your multi thousand dollar synthesizers and you know this is one not to be reckoned with this is a Rhodes, after all this is the legendary Rhodes on countless countless hits you name it abba queen they all use this instrument this instrument is still being used today by new artists alike what a fantastic thing, indeed! Definitely worth checking out. I am—I'm going to do this live on the podcast here. I'm very interested in the U.S. I want to give you a—I want to give you a, a, a real U.S. dollar figure here. So if I go to, go back here. Let's go British pound, and we're going to convert it to U.S. dollar. Let's have a look at what is ten thousand nine hundred and eighty-eight. Was that the amount? Something like that. What is in USD? Whoa! That is—that is. That is Insane. So it's fourteen thousand eight hundred and twenty-five US dollars. Now, me being an Aussie, and for my Aussie listeners, what is it an Australian does? Yep, twenty Gs. There you go, twenty Gs. You could buy a car. We could have a roads That's right. All right. Now, I'm sorry if I made you cry about that price. Let's move on to our next piece of gear because this one is really interesting. <laughs> What a segue. Lenco's new turntable lets you digitize your vinyl collection onto a USB stick. I thought this was cool. Uh, my uncle, for example, he's in his 70s or he just turned 70. He's got a bunch of vinyl. And you know what I realized? Actually, I'm going on a tangent here. I'm going to do it because this is my podcast and this is what it's all about. It's about rambling, isn't it? I must admit, in 2021 or in this day and age, I've become so lazy with music. I I remember I used to collect music and I used to actually digitize. I had vinyl as well and cassette tapes. I used to digitize that and I used to put it onto MP3 players, even the early, you know, the Apple, what was it called? The iPod. I can't believe I not remember the iPod. And I used to collect music and I used to put playlists, blah, blah, blah. But I must admit, in the day and age of Apple Music and Spotify and all of these music players, I've just sort of left it to creators. And and that I feel in a way has made me a lazy music consumer. And that's a really bad thing. I don't think that's a good thing. I think if you're a mu- especially if you're a musician, You should be able to collect and create your own music and playlists. And really, you know, that is you, like that is what you're interested in. And there's something about, there's a better connection, I feel, with the music you love if you're creating it yourself, not creating it, sorry, curating, which means collecting and putting it into playlists and so forth for yourself rather than relying on Spotify and, you know, artists that maybe you don't care about to make you playlists, I think I think this idea of the getting back to the Len, Lenco turntable here that lets you digitize your vinyl, I love this idea because it's like, if, especially if you have a vinyl collection, of course, being able to digitize it, put it on USB or put it on your hard drive, it's like, you, and then you can take a bit more care for your music. I, I just love this idea. I think it's really good. And this has shifted my own idea on what I'm going to do with my own music. I'm going to just start doing it and looking after it myself and... I don't know how to put it into my iPhone because that's the problem with cars these days. There's no CD players, especially no vinyl players. I don't know how that would work. They'd be skipping on every freaking kilometer that you do, but I don't know. I don't know how to do it on an iPhone. Maybe I'm an old man. I've missed the the boat on learning. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I totally digress there, of course, but... I think the idea of collecting music and looking after yourself is such a lovely idea and this Lenco turntable is going to be able to help you do that by digitizing it. And the latest from Lenco, which celebrated its 75th anniversary this year, a belt driven 33 45 RPM speed turntable with an auto stop system and built in speakers. LS55 comes with an adjustable counterweight and boasts a stylish wooden design with a built in dust cover to prevent unwanted dust and debris from affecting the vinyl listening experience. Ah! I don't know why I did that. I just saw a really random picture on this website. Thank you, Music Tech. Dot com By the way. Let's thank our friends at musictech.com. These last pieces of news here basically came from them. Alright, this is the last one for today. Hopefully it loads. There we go. Mixland rubber band compressor. This looks really interesting. I hope to get my hands on this one. Music tech rated at nine out of ten choice award and value award. Well, we'll see how much this thing costs, won't we? And the review overview rating is 9 out of 10. I just said that, of course. The verdict, though, sorry, is what I want to say. Unique approach to compression. Snappy, responsive, and impacting effect. Concept is intuitive and accessible. Stunning result on vocals. Fantastic value. The negative side is it's a bit gimmicky. Visualization doesn't convey any numeric, numeric, I can't even say that word, numeric information. A Mixer may be a fresh face in the plug-in world, but the brains behind the brand are anything but newbies. It's headed by the Grammy Award-winning mixer and engineer Jesse Ray Ernstar, who has credits on Dojo Cat, Kanye West, and Burner Boy Records and Eddie laculia probably saying that wrong, of Canadian plugin developer Clive Audio. The duo promises to deliver off-the-wall ideas wrapped in well-coded and beautifully designed packages, and this is ably demonstrated in an inaugural plugin release. <clears throat> Rubber band compressor AB- RBC as it's lovingly known is a VCA style compressor at heart but employs a unique concept a rubber band stretched between two hands and the input signal pushes into this hypothetical rubber band causing it to stretch but the band always snaps back into the resting state so gone are the familiar threshold and ratio controls now replaced by tension and snap make no mistake though this isn't simply an exercise in renaming parameters now, if you're like me and you like your new software, this is probably definitely one to put on your list to check out, especially if you're mixing songs, mixing tracks. I'm always on the lookout for new sort of software technology, obviously, uh, not just for this podcast, but for myself and for my own music. And this seems to... This interests me a lot, actually. You know, I get, I get... You can see here if you're looking... On the video, you can see there, there's, there's a nice big blown-up screenshot of the mixlam rubber band compressor. You can see it's got the two hands with the rubber band between it. Yes, that could be a bit gimmicky, but it's not about the visual aesthetic of the plug-in at all. You know, we should, we should really not go down the path of, you know, putting all that energy into making a plugin look amazing. It is what is going on behind it. It's the coding. It's how it sounds, how it translates, how does it emulate, and if it sounds good, that's what matters, okay? So the plug-in interface reinforces the rubber band concept with the graphic of the pair of hands holding a rubber band, and the band stretches and wobbles following the compressions activity and visualizes with what RBC is doing. But it's only an an impression. There is no precise or numerical readout available and the band's movement is often too fast to be able to glean much detail from it. Plus, the sight of a pair of disembodied cartoon hands on the otherwise delightful clean and considered interface won't be to everyone's taste. That is true. That is true. But again, if it sounds good... This is what we want to know. So how does it sound? So I've got a little video audio here for you and we can hear some audio demos on it. Let's play this back for you here. The Rubber Band Compressor by Mixland.
2: The Rubber Band Compressor. The snappiest, most flexible compressor ever made. We simulated the physical response of pushing a signal into a theoretical rubber band. Unlike other compressors that squish the sound, the dual-stage resistance of the rubber band causes it to bounce back up and explode out of the speakers. And using this plugin could not be easier. There are two main parameters, tension and snap. The tension knob allows you to change the distance of the hands, pulling the rubber band tighter or looser, and the snap knob determines how hard you want to push it. All right, here it is on drums, all settings off, medium tension. Let's turn up the snap knob. All right, can you hear that? A slow attack and a fast release and crank the snap up even more. Ooh, and let's hit the wait button to add some low end back in too. And we can turn up the crunch knob to add some texture. Beefy baby. Let's try a fast attack now to really smash it. All right, let's hear this on vocals now. Let's choose the tightest tension. And we'll turn up the tilt knob for clarity. Now let's crank up all the settings. Let's get crazy with it.
0: That sounds good.
2: Oh, listen to how it latches onto the consonants and makes the vocal punchier. Use bypassed bypassed let's try some acoustic guitars man i want these to be bouncy and jangly so let's go with a loose tension and let's crank up the tilty cue now let's turn up the snap knob but i want the strums to feel more powerful let's increase the resistance of the rubber band by slowing down the release time It is bypassed and unbypassed.
0: Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, baby. The rubber
2: band compressor. New from Mixland.
0: Yeah, baby. Hopefully, Nico doesn't jump on our screen right there. Mixland, rubber band compressor. I hope that explained exactly how it sounds and what it is actually doing. And I was I was pretty impressed with some of those effects that were able to be applied just from that one plug-in the compression of obviously but the snappy i liked how he was utilizing the attack and the release on various instruments and how that captured certain sounds or kept certain sounds in the mix absolutely wonderful that is rubber band compressor worth checking out all right guys i hope you've enjoyed today's podcast we covered a lot here today I love doing this podcast for you on a weekly basis. As I said at the start of this podcast, you can support it simply by buying me a coffee. There is a link in the description below. Absolutely appreciate any support you can give to keep this podcast going. We'll be back next week. Wow. As we push along episode 44, it sounds like the year's wrapping up, but there should be some specials and deals coming to us. More deals, of course, coming to us as we reach towards the end of the year, which is super exciting indeed. Thank you again so much for joining me. And until next time, you know what to do, guys. Peace out. Boom. Hey, this is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today. For more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology, what more could you want? Emlyn in The Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today.